Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about waterfront. Waterfront property can be some of the most sought-after property in the world. This, despite the added complexity and risks of owning waterfront property. The shoreline can be constantly changing, whether it's a freshwater situation or by the sea. You may have a survey of your property, but in most cases, you don't own the shoreline. The shoreline is usually publicly accessible property, at least the first few feet of it. It's tempting to landscape the shoreline in order to make the property more useful or aesthetically pleasing. But altering the shoreline of a body of water, either naturally or through man-made engineering efforts, can cause problems. Whether it's a beach, a river, a lake, a bay, the ocean, shoreline alteration can have catastrophic consequences even for the environment for wildlife. The major problem with altering the shoreline is it can destroy the delicate balance between the land and the sea. Many coastal ecosystems are delicate, they're fragile, with a narrow zone of intertidal habitats that are home to countless species of plants and animals. If you've walked along the beach lately, you might notice that there's a distinct shortage of sea life along the seashore. That's the result of human damage to the shoreline. Shoreline alteration also affects water quality. Changes to the beaches and surrounding area can cause sediment buildup. These sediments contain chemicals, nutrients, and pollutants that affect the surrounding water. They can cause algae blooms and other events that can drastically reduce the water quality. These changes make the water unsuitable for swimming, for fishing, and for natural sea life. Altering the shoreline also affects the dynamics of the ocean. Man-made structures like piers, breakwaters, and seawalls can interfere with the natural sand transport, causing beaches to erode and changes in wave patterns, and they can all have dangerous effects even on human settlements on property. I've personally seen these effects along the shoreline in Hawaii. Navigating the complex web of laws and regulations surrounding alterations of the shoreline can be pretty daunting, and it's possible to alter the shoreline But before you do, you've got to proceed responsibly with caution and understand who the governing bodies are. You might think that if you can make changes to the shoreline slowly, nobody will notice. But the fact is, the government keeps an active archive of satellite photographs of the shoreline dating back decades. If you make changes, they will show up on the satellite photos. They'll even point to the date you made the changes. Under the Federal Clean Water Act, certain activities along the shoreline can require permits. So even adding something as simple as a dock or a seawall, that will require a permit in order to get that approved. In addition to the regulations, you also have to consider your duty to prevent erosion. Many states have laws requiring a property owner to maintain the shoreline in a suitable condition and to avoid degrading and eroding it. There can also be legal implications if you have a new structure or if you make alterations that could potentially prevent the public from accessing the water. As I said before, the shoreline often is not owned by you. You have to maintain public access. Blocking or limiting access to the shoreline could result in civil or criminal charges. Under British common law, there is a concept called made land. Made land is not legitimate land and can sometimes result in a strip of government-owned land between your property and the water. The government can then charge you rent in order to access the water and you lose the right to call your property a waterfront property. That could adversely affect the value of your property when it comes to marketing your property for sale. And to ensure your project is in line with all the applicable laws and regulations, you got to do your homework. Figure out who the regulatory agencies are. Many waterfront areas are governed by a conservation authority, which controls a buffer zone extending inland from the water. 
And if that waterway is a name waterway in the United States, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers may have jurisdiction over the waterway and the shoreline. You definitely want to get the advice and representation from a land attorney who's knowledgeable on dealing with waterways, especially if it's an area that might be legally contested. A qualified attorney can provide you the advice on how to make the proposed project in compliance with all the local, state, and applicable regulations. The most contentious issue often relates to erosion. You would think that you have the right to repair erosion and to restore the shoreline to its original condition in the event of erosion. That might happen, say, in the result of a storm or a flood. But here, too, most jurisdictions require a permit to alter the shoreline, no matter what the reason. It might be illegal to rebuild the shoreline to its original shape without permission from the local regulatory authorities. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.